Welcome back to Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. We're talking with Blackhawks forward Max Domi. And Max, uh, kind of a nostalgic week for you with all the Toronto matchups, or are you kind of past that now because I'm sure you've faced them a handful of times? Uh, definitely past it for sure, but it's always exciting. I mean, I always have that, that game circle on the calendar at the start of the year for sure. A lot of memories, especially going back home in Toronto, seeing the family and friends and everyone. They all get pretty excited to see me play in person. So, um, yeah, it's always fun going home. And, and then obviously Montreal as well. I was born in Winnipeg. Um, then a lot of memories with my dad playing against the Ottawa Senators. So kind of get them all over with in, in one shot there. But, uh, no, it's good. It's, uh, it's nice to be back home for a couple of games here, but that was a fun road trip. You feel like you're adapting to Chicago well? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. I, I love it here. It, it does really remind me of, of, of home, for sure. Um, just the way the city is, um, the way they support their hockey, and their, their, really the, all the sports teams here, it's, it's second to none, so i uh, really enjoying it. Last night was quite a game, quite a game for you, quite a game for the team and, and the fans, too. Um, where does that rank this season so far, that game alone? Yeah, I mean, the support from uh, from the fans has been has been unbelievable. I mean, obviously, it's it's been a tough year for for everyone, um, frustrating. But they've they've stuck with us every step of the way. And uh, I mean, Kaner said it best. I mean, I heard him yesterday. It's uh, it's almost um, I mean, it gets gets the hair to stand up on your on your arms a little bit when when you hear him go nuts and, and how much they love this team is is, is pretty special. So. Um, Great game overall, huge win. Nice to see 88 get the hat trick in front of everyone. Uh, he's a big part of that win. So overall, I think we got everyone going pretty good right now. Just got to keep it up. Hey, you guys almost helped 88 get goal number four for the yeah, first time. We tried, we tried for sure, but you know I think Johnny tried a little too hard. But uh, <laughs> no, it was nice to ice it off um, at the end. It's a big win. I, I know you've really been cherishing your time with Patrick Kane, and it's kind of cool because throughout his time here, he's he's had different line mates and kind of different sidekicks, and, and you've kind of adapted to that role. What's uh, what's more, one of the more significant things you've learned from Patrick Kane so far this year? Um, there's there's so many things. I mean, the list is so long that I wouldn't really get into all of them, but uh, just how much of a professional he is. I mean, day in, day out, and in practice, morning skates, his attention to detail, and, and just the way that he kind of moves out there and um, I mean it, it really is it, we're very lucky to learn from a guy like that and to be able to watch him every single day you pick up something new every single day and um, just how competitive he is really um, I mean every game he goes in so he wants to be the best player on the ice which I think all of us I mean, strive to do that but but he, he takes it a step further I mean he gets a goal early he wants that second one and he gets an assist early he wants that second one and um, it's it just the drive for him to succeed and be the best player out there is something that I think we can all learn from. And um, there's a reason why he's been so successful over his career. It's, it really is impressive. A lot of your teammates have been acknowledging your attention to detail, how well you keep care of your body. And I know you kind of have to in multiple mm-hmm. aspects. Any, anything that you and Patrick have picked up from each other in, in terms of that? I mean, just always keeping an eye on making sure you're at your tip-top physical shape? Yeah, I think I'm a little crazier than, than most. Um, I think Cannon gets a good kick out of it. But uh, it's just a hobby of mine, man. I got, some guys like going home and playing video games. I like going home and taking care of myself. So um, I like feeling good, uh, getting in tune with, with, with what makes you feel good, what doesn't, and, and sticking to a pretty disciplined uh, regime that, I mean, I think that the more you can do that, the, the better off you're going to be. And, and it's such a long, long season, 82 games, and there's so much going on that the more you can really dictate, uh, I mean, how you take care of yourself after games, after practices, those those things that are out of your control almost start to feel like they 
they're a little bit more in reach. Um, when you when you know you've done everything you possibly have to do to feel good every single night, it's uh, it's a good feeling, and um, I mean helps helps the days go by, and um, I mean just feels like you're prepared every single night. So when you don't have it, you know you've done everything you possibly can. Is there ever a day where you kind of slip on your routine a little bit, and then do you feel like it takes a while to, to catch back up at all, or are you pretty good at just moving forward? I think I'm, I'm getting a little older now, so I, I tend to stray a little bit less than I used to, but you learn the hard way because when you don't do certain things and you feel off, I mean, it's enough to be, all right, I don't want to do that again, but uh, I mean, there's certainly, I mean, we're all human, so that's going to happen, but you try and limit that as much as possible and, 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 and just stick to it. I mean, like I said, it's 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 just a discipline and mentality and an approach that not many guys want to do but i think if 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 your mindset is to, to play into as long as you can when you're late 30s and you have no choice but to do that so um i've always seemed to gravitate to the guys that are a little older whether it was i mean nate thompson um playing into his late 30s he's 38 now even jack johnson um not that he's that old yet but towards the end and, and you talk to these guys and they, they're like man i wish i would have started this when i was young um, or even Shane Doan when I was when I was in uh, Arizona. I mean, the list goes on of all these older guys. Mike Smith, uh, the goalie, and, and they all said the same thing. They're like, dude, I wish I took care of myself even better when I was in my early 20s. So, um, just being around that kind of set a light bulb off in my brain. I was like, I should start doing this stuff now and, and see if it pays off. And, and so far, so good. I mean, it feels as good as I did when I was 20 years old, um, even better in some ways. So um, Tom Brady is someone that I've looked up to my whole life and lucky enough to have uh, a bit of a personal relationship with him too. And um, he's always said the same thing. Um, the physical approach is, is just as important as the mental and, and vice versa. So you got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your mind. And, um, and it, it allows you to play the game that you love as long as you want, really. And, and that's the goal. You feel like that's a result at all of you observing your dad's game kind of towards the end of his career do you feel like that's why you kind of a, a, attached to them a little bit more i don't know i mean i think it's more literally just watching um guys like tom or or, or then getting front row seats to guys like i mean matt sundin um, who was still i mean he scored 500 goals um playing for one of the most storied franchises in hockey and in the hockey mecca and as a captain of that team and, and how he took his day-to-day approach of, of being a professional and preparing, recovering, all that stuff. Um, I mean, that was my guy growing up, and, and he worked harder than anyone. So I think those those are the guys you learn from. And, of course, my dad's always going to be number one on the list. And, I mean, he was my dad, he was my idol, and I wanted to be like my pops, you know what I mean? But uh, within that, you see all these other guys. And then, again, like I talked about, you, you play in a line with a guy like Patrick Kane. His approach to every day today is going to be much different than a guy like Matt Sundin, and his approach is going to be even different, more different than a guy like Nate Thompson. Um, but you can you can kind of take little bits and pieces of, of, of all these guys that are doing something to to stick around for as long as they did. Guys that play over a thousand games are doing something different than most guys because the percentage of guys that play that many games is, is not very high. And um, I, I think one of my goals, apart from winning a Stanley Cup, is, is to play as long as I can. And, and to get to that over thousand game mark is, is not easy to do. So you got to do some things that aren't necessarily um, things that you want to do, but you find ways to do them on those days that you don't, you're going to get rewarded eventually. I, I'm a firm believer in that. So the, the days that you want to just kind of do nothing, um, I mean, those are the decisions that you got to do. All right, you know what? I'm going to do this today. And, and, and it's amazing how good you feel after that. And you get rewarded just for doing something that isn't always um, necessarily ideal for you in that given moment. 
you make that sacrifice and you stick to it over and over again. You keep making those little decisions. They add up over time and, and, and in the, the large scheme of things, um, I think that's that's where things come full circle in the end. Do you allow yourself to have a cheat day? Do you have any guilty pleasures? Um, yeah, I think everyone does. Um, again, as, as a type 1 diabetic, you got to be pretty close to that. But um, if my blood sugar goes low, that, that cheat day is, is pretty much right there. So um, <laughs> I go basically whatever sugar I can get my hands on at that point. So I, I don't want to really classify as a cheat day because it's almost a necessity at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I definitely stretch it out a little bit for sure. Do you ever hear any of the Ron Santo stories? No. So he used to keep candy bars in his locker just in case. Same thing, blood sugar. And there was a game. It was the 10th inning. He's waiting on deck, and he's hoping the guy in front of him can hit a home run, end the game, something like that. He he gets a walk. So Ron Santos coming up to the plate. He's like, I'm picking three spots, high, middle, low. I'm going to swing at whatever. Swings at the first pitch, middle, hits a home run, game's over. Um, it's, it's those types of stories, but it's also, I mean, the people you've touched, I know your dad got to meet somebody firsthand who, who is playing hockey because of you and your book. Uh, are you starting to recognize how many people you're touching in that regard? Or, or yeah. you just kind of... You know what, I've been lucky, man, over my career. Every, every single team's really been uh, uh, giving me the opportunity to have my voice and share my story and, and also that platform that we, we've been given to, to spend some time with some kids after games or after practices. And um, I mean, that goes back to when I was like 16, 17 years, years old in London. I mean, it might as well have been in the NHL at that rate and playing for the Knights, winning championships every year. And um, you kind of get treated like you're in the NHL uh, at a pretty young age so I, I've been lucky to have that platform as, as long as I can really remember in, in, in terms of the diabetic community and um, GDRF which is like kind of the, the leader of, of, of charities in our in our field and um, they've supported me from day one as well and various companies that I've partnered up with over the years to, to give me even more of a, a platform to share my story and, and to reach out to kids and then to me that's literally all I care about is is uh, is, is knowing that I have the opportunity to, to do what Bobby Clark did for me um, he took literally 30 seconds out of his day to say hey listen I mean I, I was a type one just like you and, and I made the NHL I won Stanley Cups so I was a captain of my team and I did it before we have any of this cool technology that you have now so you can do the same thing and there's so many tough days I mean that, that I've faced that everyone faces um, yourself included and you're like ah why me kind of thing and, and, and you're allowed to feel that you're a human but for, for, for me personally I was just like I would automatically go to when Bobby Clark said you know you can still do it and and that's what got me through those tough days and and I know firsthand what that's like and, and how that's changed my whole life not just as a hockey player but as a as a day-to-day human being as well and I told myself like if I ever get the opportunity to have the same voice um, that Mr. Clark had with me I'm going to take full up full advantage of that and, and I've just tried to do that as much as I can to, to show these kids whether it's a boy or a girl or I mean despite the age hey listen I, I can relate to you you can still achieve whatever dreams you have in life and um, it's something that I think is, is bigger than hockey to me and um, hockey just is a big part of the reason why I have the voice I have so I'm grateful for that and I'm going to keep trying to build as much as I can and, and, and change the community and, and, and also just encourage kids and parents and, and relate to them and make them feel better and whatever I possibly can do to make it easier on them is kind of the, the main focus of why I'm here. Last one, what's the best advice you've gotten from your dad not about hockey? Um, you know, my, my parents are both uh, pretty special people. I love them to death. And, uh, I mean, the, the main thing they both 
told me was um, treat others the way you want to be treated um, and, and always uh, respect others, respect your elders and just be the hardest working person in, in the room and uh, believe in yourself. I mean, I know there's quite a few cliches in there, but um, those are things that are pretty simple. But if you if you genuinely tell yourself those things day to day and you believe them, uh, you'd be amazed what you can achieve in this world. So, uh, again, both pretty inspirational parents that, that I've looked up to and had the luxury of learning from them every single day and, 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 and showing that if you believe in yourself and you love something and you want it, go get it. Um, and that's just kind of how I was raised. So, again, very grateful for that and love both of them to death. It's Max Domi. Thank you for this. Thanks, buddy. We'll have more of Blackhawks Live coming up, 720 WGN.